What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman. And guys, I hope you all are having a wonderful Thursday morning. And uh, guys, uh, today I'm going to be continuing my NFL mock draft for uh, the 2023 NFL draft for the New York Giants. And before I uh, get into my uh, prospect, my NFL draft prospect for today, you know, I just got to say, um, you know, I, I've been thinking about, you know, I, I was thinking about doing a doubleheader or not, and, you know, I think I might, I think I, I'm feeling for another doubleheader, you know, I'm feeling, I, I feel like I want to talk about, you know, I, I'm just going to continue on talking about, um, the Daniel Jones and the Saquon Barkley situation, you know, um, because obviously I'm very, as you guys can see, I'm very interested in seeing what's going to happen with, uh, both of these guys. Um, as you guys heard me yesterday say, um, the Giants are Joe Shane. He's obviously looking to, uh, to give Saquon Barkley a long-term extension and, fran- and franchise tag Daniel Jones, you know, so far that's, that's what the rumors are saying, you know, I mean, if that's, you know, and I'll get, I'll get into, I'll get more, I'll get into more of it, and mo- I'll get more into it later on, um, but as of right now, guys, I want to talk about my NFL draft prospect today, and Today, um, this is a guy that this is a this is a position that um, this is a position that has something to do with the Giants' defense. Obviously, you guys, we all have seen the Giants' defense actually take a big leap forward. You know, um, going into uh, this season, you know, um, Dexter Lawrence has. I think it's clear to say this guy has shown and proven that he can be one of the best uh, defensive nose tackles, you know, in the entire league. I mean, the guy went to the Pro Bowl. You know, um, I think the Giant. I think I think the Giants have two. I think we have two stud edge defenders in Aziz Ojulari, and Aziz Ojulari and Kayvon Thibodeau. But we don't we don't have a lot of good defensive linemen, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to take any I'm not I'm not trying to say Dexter I'm not trying to say uh, Leonard Williams is a bad defensive lineman. You know, um, I mean this guy he can do it all. He can create pressure. He's very quick off the he's very quick off the snap. You know, um, but we need more. We need more defensive linemen to do that, and we just don't, you know. And I saw this kid out of Texas, Mauro Ojomo. Um, I was, you know, um, I, I wanted to bring this kid up just because, yeah, watching him on tape, he's been, he looks very impressive. You know, um, this kid kind of, he kind of reminds me of, of Kawide Pei from the Indianapolis Colts. A very quick and aggressive off-ball uh, defender. Even though uh, this guy, he doesn't play a rusher. He's a defensive lineman. You know, but he, I love this kid. And I want to I talk about him. 
And you guys know I'm a big defense. You guys know I love defense, you know. And I just want to talk about this kid really quick. You know, and obviously the question... Oh, not a question. You know, um, I don't think there is a question about this kid. I think this guy could, could in my in my eyes, he could be one of the biggest sleepers in the draft. But it has to be for the right team, you know. And I'm not trying to, and I'm not, and I didn't mention the right team because I didn't mention all that just to say that he's a bat. Not saying that he can't succeed with any team in the NFL. You know, um, any any player doesn't matter what team they're on, should know what it takes to succeed, you know, um, but I look at this kid, I think he could be one of the biggest sleepers in the draft, I just want to talk about him really quick, um, you know, um, obviously the, the, the defensive line for the Giants was the strength of the entire defense in 2022, but it's also one of those areas where the Giants could stand to add more depth and disruptive players. You know, um, this kid could wind up being one of the more polarizing players in the upcoming draft. You know, for one, he's experienced, he's uh, technically sound, and explosively athletic, but he's also very undersized and won't be a fit for every team. You know, so that's why I mentioned for the right team. You know, um, but obviously the question we're all trying to look for is could his athletic traits appeal to the Giants and make him a potential value pick? Uh, you know, this guy, he's a, he's a, you know, he's six foot two inches and a half, you know, weighs around 293 pounds. You know, um, I like this kid, you know, um, you know, um, this year, um, he played in 42 games, has 95 tackles, thir- you know, he had he had 13 and a half he had 13.5 tackles for a loss five and a half sacks two passes defended you know he was he was really amazing this year you know um when I look at this guy the one things that I've seen him do best at and struggle at the things that he does best at is his leverage length athleticism explosiveness uh, competitive toughness and also hand usage I think the one things, the two thing, the three things he has to work on is size and uh, and uh, biting on misdirection. So when I look at this guy, I'm I'm projecting this uh, guy to be an important rotational defensive lineman in an in a in a uh, an aggressive one gap defense. You know. So look at um, look. Even though I said this kid is an undersized. Uh, player, he is, but he is also highly athletic, he's competitive, and like I said, he's technically sound, you know, I, I like this, I like this guy as a, as a, as a big prospect for the Giants, you know, um, you know, Ultramo possesses an uncommon build at six foot two, 290 pounds, with 34 and a half, 34 and a half inch arms, you know, um, the long the Longhorns took advantage of Ojemo's frame and used him all over their defensive formation. At times, he lined up at every position from seven technique defensive end to five technique to one technique, no tackle. You know, um, this kid's compact frame allows him to settle into his stance and fire off the ball low. You know, quickly getting under opponents' pads and maximizing his leverage. You know. 
He combines his natural leverage and good lower body flexibility with explosive for the position, you know, athleticism. You know, um, this kid is a very this kid is very quick out of his stance with an explosive get off that allows him to attack gaps before linemen are ready to meet his rush. He's athletic enough to play base defensive end and is a definite mismatch against interior offensive linemen. Now, this kid, Ojimo, is also a good and smart technician. You know, he features a relatively diverse set of pass rush moves that play off, you know, of his natural leverage, explosiveness, and power. His go-to is a quick club rip move that really take advantage, which really takes advantage of both his long arms and naturally low, low, uh, lower pad level. He pairs that with a strong bull rush to take advantage of his explosive get-off, as well as a push-pull move to counter when blockers anticipate his bull rush. Now, um, I, I mentioned he's a uh, he's a tough competitor, you know, who is willing to string together moves and counters to beat blockers, as well as pursue the play through the echo of the whistle. He is much faster than the average defensive tackle and is able to pursue down or across the field and run down ball carriers from behind. You know, um, this kid is a very experienced uh, defensive lineman who has played in 41 games since his uh, redshirt freshman year and is regarded as a team first player as well as a good scholar off the field. You know, um, while Ojomo has crafted a game that uses... His physical traits as assets, they also limit his game in other ways. You know, this kid has enough play strength to stand up individual blockers, but was often taken off the field in short yardage or obvious running situations, even when playing with leverage. Lacks the mass and, you know, and play strength to stand up to double teams. Likewise, he can be uh, stimmied by good offensive linemen when they're able to match his technique and absorb his momentum. You know, um, you know, this kid can also show noticeable hesitation when, uh, when processing misdirection. He can bite hard on play fakes and occasionally needs a crucial second or two when trying to locate the ball at a mesh point. So I'm going to give this kid, an, I gave this kid an overall grade of 7.1. Now, when I'm project, when, when I look at this guy, I'm projecting him to be, Ojomo's projection for me will be heavily dependent on the philosophy of the team scouting him. You know, um, this kid's gonna this kid's gonna have his greatest value for teams that run defenses that use aggressive one gap schemes and multiple fronts. He could be an important player in an active defensive line rotation as long as he is put in position to attack individual gaps. His experience playing from a variety of different alignments. From both uh, three and four man fronts should, you know, prove valuable for aggressive and creative defense coordinators. You know, um, this kid could be a disruptive presence in the middle of a defense in the right situation. And an interior pass rush can be devastating for an offense. On the other hand, teams that use primarily two gapping principles in their defensive front or are looking for block eating run stuffers will likely want to look elsewhere. Oh, look at Ojomo doesn't, like I said before, Ojomo doesn't fit neatly into a discrete archetype as a defensive line, lineman. He has some traits of a classic base left defensive end, a five technique and a one gap three to four front, as well as a three to four under uh, tackle, which is a three technique. The NFL 
as we all can see, the NFL is getting better about incorporating players with non-traditional skill sets. You know, but this, but Ojimo could see a wide range of draft grades. Some teams could view him as a late round pick or priority free agent due to his relative lack of mass and play strength. Others, however, may view him as a valuable prospect and potential weapon on defense because of his because of his athleticism and unconventional build. So, yeah, um, I mean. If you're a Giants fan and you think about Don Wink Martindale, who we all know, Don Wink Martindale loves to blitz and he's very aggressive, you know, just imagine what that would look like if you, just imagine what the Giants defense would look like if you add this guy with Dexter Lawrence, because, and maybe, you never know, maybe this kid could uh, be a starter. Because we don't know if Leonard Williams is going to... We don't know. No one knows if Leonard Williams is going to come back. You know? So, and it, it all makes sense. I mean, if you add this kid with Dexter Lawrence and you have two edge rushers and Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojulari, the Giants' defensive line could be very... Could be very interesting to watch. You know, um, especially when you have like, a guy like Don Luke Martin, though. Now... Like I said before, we don't know what we don't know if Don Wink Martindale is gonna stay because obviously him having a an, an incredible year, people you know other teams are interviewing him for head coaching for head coaching jobs. I'm hoping he can stay because I mean if this kid is somehow still on on the draft board, which I, which I should expect, you know. I can see this kid being a late draft pick. I can see him be. I can see him if if there was a team like if I had a if there was a team out there that would that really needed him, you know, I would say he gets drafted somewhere around the fourth round or the fifth round. You know, I don't think he's a late draft pick. You know, I think I think he's I think he's somewhere around the middle rounds. You know, like like the fourth round or the fifth round. You know, because I think he shows that potential. You know, um, um, but just to, just think about it. Adding a guy with his size, who's quick off the ball. You know, you have a, another guy, Dexter Lawrence. He has already Dexter Lawrence has already shown all of us that he can, you know, he can move off the ball, and that's incredible. A guy with his size and height and weight to move that quick off the ball. That's very impressive. You know, um, and you have a guy in Ojimo who can do the exact same thing, but in all different positions. That's amazing. And you just, you, you just imagine that. Imagine this guy with Dexter Lawrence, you know, with Thibodeau and Ojolari. That right there, that's a stout defensive unit right there, you know, and, but like I said before. You never know, but I would love to see this kid go on the Giants. You know, just be, just from his own, just because of his credentials, he's very he's very quick off the ball. You know, now obviously his size is a, a, a question. You know, his, his size will be a question mark to every team. You know, and you know that will be looking at him in the draft. 
you know, um, but he, it doesn't matter. He's very, he's very aggressive and that's what you want. And I think that's what fits, uh, this Giants defense. It fits down. It definitely fits down. It definitely fits the type of defense that Donald Martindale would like, you know? So I don't know, but that's just my opinion on the entire situation. And guys, I will be uh, I will be uh, back in my podcast later on tonight to uh to give you guys more information on the Daniel Jones situation and the Saquon Barkley situation. So yeah, I'll be uh I'll be talking about that uh later on. So don't miss that. Um, but let me know how do you guys feel about uh my NFL draft prospect for today, Mauro Ojemo, defensive lineman out of Texas. Let me know how do you guys feel about this kid. You know, um, and we're going to see what happens. Um, um, I'll see you guys later on. But uh, until then, I'm out. Peace.